And this is my corner of the internet where I bring the best and brightest in the Amazon and e-commerce space. And as you know, that extends to anything from sourcing logistics to advertising to marketing, all the way to just buyer psychology, which is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get started, and I already get really giddy about talking about our topic today, uh, let me go ahead and get kicked off with talking about our presenting sponsor, Ping Pong Payments. Ping Pong Payments, helping people save time, money, and effort when it comes to paying international entities. What does that mean? It could be paying out your business partners or your VAs, your sourcing agents, your suppliers, your manufacturers. If you need to make a payment to somebody in a different country, there's an easy and effective way to do that. And actually, it comes when you can do it for free. You could sign up for free, but doing it and paying in their own currency. It's more time effective. They will appreciate it. You could save money and put it that margin back to your bottom line. Don't pay fees when you have don't have to, I should say. Amazon's full of them. Don't make this one of them. Uh, with that being said, you can sign up for free at usa.pingpongx.com forward slash podcast. Yes, that is correct. Uh, this is actually episode 198. Uh, you can cue the final countdown music. I'm not going to play it for copyright reasons, of course. Uh, so before we get in trouble, so we don't get in trouble, but we're on our way um, to our 200th episode. Just want to give a quick little holiday edition coming December 20th, 2021. That is this coming Monday. So if you're watching us live, that is coming Monday. It's going to be from 12 to, I'm going to say noon Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm already getting confirmations from our guests. So if you're listening or watching to this, make sure you subscribe to our channels to make sure that you can catch that big episode. Holiday edition, we're going to recap 2021, moving forward into 2022 and what that looks like for multiple different industries. So go and give a quick preview for that. But today's episode, not to be outshined at all, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics covering a lot of different areas. But one of those different areas is going to be influencer marketing, TikTok, and Amazon Live. What do they all have in common? They're different ways to get your brand out there, folks. Even just today, uh, TikTok announced, I was talking this pre-show with our guest, TikTok announced that it is now going to be doing social shopping embedding into its platform. What does that mean? How does that affect your brand? Well, we're going to be discussing that all today. I'm really excited about this guest because she has millions of followers, just new to the industry and got in. We were talking pre-show about her background, worked for the likes of Jordan Belfort, if you know that name, Wolf of Wall Street, getting into and finding her niche in influencer marketing and now helping brands scale at ridiculous rates, helping in the likes of social followings, influencer marketing, TikTok. Again, her words, not mine, as I started this for fun and look what it became. So without further ado, I want to bring on Gracie Ryback of Deal Cheats. Gracie, thank you so much for hopping on Crossover Commerce today. Thank you so much, Ryan, for having me. I'm very, very excited to be here. And you know, I, I love talking about this topic. We were we were buzzing through topics just before. I know. So I just know. 10 minutes like, prior. <laughs> No, as long as we're going to re recap a little bit, but no, I'm okay, super sure. excited. Uh, before we get started, people haven't, if they haven't heard of you, which they should already, um, you're based in Atlanta, correct? Atlanta, Georgia. Correct. correct. Very cool. I'm I'm in the Midwest, so I'm in Indianapolis, okay. Indiana, not too far away from each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what, what's your background? I want, I want to hear how we got to where you are today now with all those great products in your background. You're sure. doing amazing stuff and you have millions of followers. Tell me that story, how we got started. Of course. So like you just said, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I graduated from college in just, I guess, 
two years ago, 2019. So, um, after graduating college, and like I kind of mentioned earlier, I studied psychology. And it wasn't because I was like, oh, I want to be a therapist when I grow up. It was because I loved the consumer aspect of psychology. I loved understanding why people bought the things they did, what they kind of go through in the buying process, what makes them buy, what makes them, you know, press the buy button. Um, and that was something I was so interested in, from the graphics and color to, you know, the just numbers of it all. So I did that and I actually kind of got my start in sales, which I, to this day, is still not my favorite thing. I don't know anybody who is like, yeah, my passion is cold calling. Like, my passion is door to door. There's people out there, I'm sure. Um, but it's not me. <laughs> I can't handle rejection like that. <laughs> so um, I did that for a, a while after college. And then in the midst of it, I guess while I was working from home, I got on TikTok. My best friend actually told me about it. I was reluctant at first, like everyone else is. I'm like, oh, what is this app? I have no time. You know, what is this about all these kids? You know, um, <laughs> and so I got onto it like other people did and got addicted quick, like other people did. And I was just on the app all the time. So I started seeing um, other people kind of have these accounts where they were like sharing Amazon codes. And that was something that I was just doing regardless like, like for myself personally like I would always use promo codes before I'd buy anything I would look for deals on the, the things I was buying and usually I'd be able to do some digging and find a good promo code or a deal where I'd save 50 to 70 percent off the products that I was buying anyway and mm -hmm. I was like this is really cool like I'm saving a lot of money nobody else knows about this and so I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll start an account, share some promo codes, maybe get a thousand followers if I'm lucky, um, help people save money. And that was like really my intentions behind starting everything. Um, and that was a kind of like the time where I was like about to leave the Jordan Belfort company. Um, it was around Christmas time last year when I actually did. And so it was it actually worked out really well because that was about the, the time that I discovered how to monetize on social media. And so it was a almost like a seamless transition where I was like, this job, this job. All right, I'm going to I'm going to pursue this TikTok thing full time, see what I can make out of it. And uh, now I'm on your podcast. <laughs> Look at well, that, that's an amazing thing, too. So, right, like time time gets sped up by technology and it does. Uh, a year, your, your story sounds just very eerily similar. I was in newspaper industry and sales. Mm -hmm. I was let go in December mm -hmm. of when I was there. Oh gosh, I was in 2014. So it was, <laughs> it was years ago, but then that's when I found my first next job and I happened mm -hmm. to relocate to Virginia where I found e-commerce. Mm -hmm. So your, your journey is eerily similar. And that's yeah. where I found affiliate marketing too, uh -huh. which is what we're talking about. Affiliate marketing mm -hmm. for people listening there, they might think, oh, those are just you know, um, people who click on ads and you make money that that's not, it's not as simple as that. It's actually embedded right into Amazon's own platform. Mm -hmm. And that's what people are leaning into making money is using codes, using links, anything like that, where it's all trackable. So you found the Amazon associates program first to, to start. What, what, what was the first program you really got? Hey, I can start making some serious money with affiliate marketing. Yeah. So about a month after I started the TikTok thing, um, I started getting some pretty good views and like some pretty decent 
traffic onto my TikTok page. And then after the fact, somebody, I actually was like posting in like a Amazon seller Facebook group. And I'm like, Hey, like, I, I don't know what my question was. I was like, if anybody has any like deals on their products, like I'm looking for deals or something like that. And then somebody introduced me to the Amazon associates program. Like after the fact, I, it was never like when I thought of affiliate marketing before this, I was like, I can't do that. Like, I don't mm -hmm. have like who would click on my link? Like I, that was like my thought process. I was like, I could never do that. Um, and so then I signed up for the program. So Amazon associates was the first program that I kind of got started with and still kind of my main program that I like working with. Um, and so I started doing that. And then I was like, Oh, you can monetize this. And that kind of uh, gave me an opportunity right there to kind of turn this into a potentially full-time thing, which I did beginning of this year. Um, so thank God for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and that, that's a crazy thing too, is um, that, that's a lot. And I told you this was going to happen. This oh yeah. Peaking third cloud. So I was like, now it's super bright. So if you're watching this online, it's, it's not the glare of the television. It's my window at this time of day. I'm just going to keep rotating around. So if you hear me rotating on, on the podcast, <laughs> I was just like, don't stare too long at the sun. So um, with that being said, it, it's so funny how people find influence market. They don't have a following. They don't know that because in theory, affiliate marketing mm -hmm. is the same as influence or micro, um, micro influence or marketing, uh, right. whatever scale you want to do is you're getting compensated for the following or people with the likes of sales, sales 101 of your funnel is this big and that's your audience. Hopefully this percentage of people will convert. And if that many people will convert, you're going to get a percentage of cut of whatever. Right. So you can in theory do math. So you can either pay by impressions or number of followers. You can pay by the amount of clicks. So I mean, we can go down that route, but right. with your, with yourself, when you're starting, like you, you said, you can go in all these different places on TikTok, and there's so much content where do you start? Like for people who are trying to build a brand, where do you start and how did you um, build your own brand? Yeah. So I, like I said, just really loved saving money with promo codes on Amazon before. So this was something that I already kind of knew about. I kind of knew where to find the deals. I was like, you know, a deal hunter even before I was doing it for other people. And so I had experience in that. My best advice to somebody who wants to get started on TikTok pick your niche, your niche being whatever you can talk endlessly about, whatever you can do every day and not get tired of it. And that's different for everyone. And that's kind of the beauty of it. It's that everyone's, you know, passions and niches are different. And you can find other people who have the same passions, hobbies, whatever that may be. So luckily, I got into something that I love doing every day, regardless. And thank God for that, because it's all I do anymore. <laughs> Right. Well, right. well TikTok, TikTok is, is, is innovating. We were talking about this. Yeah. Now it's live shopping. It's mm -hmm. a lot of the live experiences, just like this podcast, where we do it live. What What's the most uh, draw nature to like this? Because you can either go into YouTube channels and obviously there's affiliate marketers in there of right. click links below. Mm -hmm. um, what about TikTok is really standing out for you in that regards, crazy in that this is going to be something that I can make some serious money. But then if I focus on this solely, like you said, find your niche, stick with it and then grow yeah. from there. Is right. it just TikTok or are you dabbling in more channels or is this the one where you want to attach your horse to, if you will, or cart? So 
I learned the lesson the hard way. Don't ever put too many eggs in one basket. It's a business, it's an important business lesson. And I learned it the hard way. Um, why? Because I had some drama with TikTok at one point. <laughs> so um, I got a spell, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So <laughs> I'll answer your question as to first of all, why TikTok? And then second of all, why people like live things. Um, sure. So first of all, I always say that the culture of TikTok is just a culture within itself. And it's a great one, I think. I think it shifted our you know, current culture as a world. Um, it led to a more authentic, vulnerable, on the spot, just like not high production quality content. That's also very short, great for our short attention spans. Um, and it's also very, I guess, uh, emotion invoking, I guess, like, you know, you get the shock factor, you get the laughs, you get the relatability, you get a lot from just like a short little under one minute video. And so I think in the era of Instagram that we just came from, where everything was very filtered and edited and like, pretty and perfect, we were all kind of feeling bad about ourselves, because I was like, this is not real. I just feel worse than everyone. <laughs> and yeah. so I think that is uh, why TikTok has become so popular so fast um and just widespread and like it, it's almost like a trend setting app now it is it's not almost it is and so people really go there for inspiration they go there for ideas they go there to learn new things they go there to relate to other people in their situation and the algorithm is magical i don't want to get started on that but it knows me better than i know myself um so that's why i love tiktok and i really am happy that this is the platform that i've been working hard on and like I guess it's my main platform, you could say. Um, but why do people like live things? I've wondered that too. Um, I think there is just this intimate connection aspect of it that people really, really missed, especially maybe in the 2020 year. People were like, they just, they just wanted to talk to somebody else. They wanted to see somebody else in real time. It feels like a Zoom call almost, you know? It feels like a yeah. Zoom call. And um, especially when you're relating it to selling, there is just, you know, I learned a couple of fun things about uh, live stream selling as I've been talking about it and doing it in the last year. And apparently it leads to like 50% less returns. It leads to like so and so much more like conversion and like people get to ask questions about the product, see it in real time, talk to the person who is supposedly an expert in the area and knows knowledgeable about the product. Um, and people are like, okay, so I know what I'm getting. I'm, I'm having my questions answered by this person on my screen and I trust their expertise and they get it and they're like, okay, like as long as it's, you know, the same product that they're getting, their kind of expectations are met in that sense. So, right. yeah. It's almost, the H, it's almost the um, HSN effect, right? Of the, yeah. when I say HSN, home shopping network of, yeah. instead of now calling people, you just... Mm -hmm literally right in front of you you can just click to buy and in one or two clicks you're literally getting that product so it does a couple things to unpack from what you said yeah. is tiktok obviously the algorithm is so fascinating and as a marketer i'm just i've talked with agencies and other notions it's so fascinating to know that in tiktok you know that there's only one source of content that's coming at you i say source there is like a stream, like the stream of light that's coming at me. It's intense, right. it's bright. You, you can't go anywhere else. You can't hide from it. it um, unlike on Instagram uh, or Facebook, right? You can mm -hmm. go into different uh, stories. You can go right. into reels. You can go into um, posts. You can go, the right. list goes on and on in trends. Exactly. So 
all those different ways that you can't really capture audiences when in TikTok it's only coming from one major source. Exactly. Again, that can change just like anything else. But that's what's the most fascinating notion of it right now. Of it's that it's the trend setting notion. It's also coming from one space, and it's also because it's new. I'm assuming it's cost effective for marketers to test out too. Again, that can come in time, but Facebook gets more expensive the more niche down you get. Absolutely, um, it's been around a long time. Uh, prices skyrocket. Um, but with TikTok, yeah, it, it's pretty interesting. It's short content. It kind of fits right. everyone's profile right now. Mm-hmm. Your mind, I don't have attention to sit and listen to somebody for an hour. That's why we see podcast people come and go all the time. They get little <laughs> bits and snippets all the time. But for an hour. Even YouTube videos. I, I put it on like two times speed. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm just like, okay, like, I don't have time to listen to you babble. Like, just <laughs> Well, so I, I listen. I'm listening to podcasts now in my car rides and for errands yeah. and I put it on one time speed. And I said, this is weird to, I listen to the smartless podcast because I'm right. a big dummy. Uh, but <laughs> I, I just find that that's one of the things the industry I don't listen to is, is them and listening at just normal speed. It seems way too slow. I'm like, that doesn't yeah. seem right. I need I to know. listen to two times speed, get it through and crank out content. Yeah. But it's a subconscious, like my mind can exactly. pick it up, which is weird. Um, so that's, inf- I mean, that's, that's TikTok in that nature mm-hmm. with, so what, what does a person in your position look like? Like what's a day-to-day look like in that? Do you have like yeah. a content calendar? You have a list of clients that you're saying you need to post a certain amount of content on a day-to-day basis. What does that look like for you? Yeah. So um, it's fun. Cause I get to work from home, which has its perks, has its not perks, um, you know, but let's see what a day-to-day looks like. So I usually wake up in the morning. Um, a little bit later than the average person who works a nine to five because I have to stay up late. Um, I have a lot of uh, people in China that I talk to <laughs> and, you know, they wake up around like nine or 10 PM my time. There's like a straight 12 hour time difference. Eastern time is not conducive to China. Time. Yeah, Let me just no, tell you that. It's not great, <laughs> but it's okay. Cause I'm a night owl anyway. Like I would be up until like two to 3 AM anyway. So it's, it's not too bad on my like lifestyle, but I do like, I am on calls into like the late night. So then that means I wake up a little later, but it's okay in my job. So, um, I wake up and I usually do some like admin things in the morning. Um, I'll do my emails. I'll try to plan out my schedule content calendar for the day. And the hard part about working with like deals as opposed to absolutely any other niche is that deals are time sensitive. Um, I can't plan out a month of content. I can't plan out even a week's worth of content without knowing that half the things that I plan out are going to be expired or changed or not valid by the time that I actually go to post. So it really is kind of like a by the moment in the fly kind of thing where I'm like every morning I like scour the internet. I look for deals. I look for what I'm going to post. And then that takes a good couple of hours. Um, but it's okay. I try to enjoy it. I like get a cup of coffee and I like sit there and I work away. And then in the afternoon is where I try to start like planning out creating the content. And I, I really have been trying to do um, post multiple times on all seven platforms that I'm on every single day, which is why I'm so stressed. Seven platforms? Seven platforms. You said seven. Okay. I said, yeah. Let, let's see. Go through Let, them. Oh, so yeah, I was going to say there's TikTok, obviously, Instagram, yes. Facebook, Twitter, uh, uh, Snapchat. No, not Snapchat. <laughs> Woo. All right. Not Snapchat. Oh man. What am I missing? All right. I get, I have four of seven. All right. What's the other three? Telegram. I'm not good at Telegram. 
me near. You're gonna have to teach me an old man of 30 days. It's literally like group me. Like it's literally the same as group me, but okay. Telegram, whatever. Telegram, Telegram, okay. Amazon Live. Makes sense, okay. Which I don't do every day, but I try to do um, as much as I can a couple times a week at minimum. But it's time consuming. There's Amazon Live and there's actually Amazon shoppable videos that I'm actually creating, which I don't know if you can uh, yes. on the platform. Yes, so we can that's talk about newer. That. Yeah, yes, yeah, we can yes. we can and go into that in a little bit. It's not really for an audience per se, but it, it is also kind of its own, you know, thing of creating that content, editing voiceovers, and then uploading. Um, mm. So I call that my seventh platform. But no, seven platforms. That's a, that's a lot. So that's a lot. And myself, you, by myself. <laughs> yourself like by yourself, team. team of one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so creating content in the world of creating content, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Planning is the hardest thing to do. I know. Like it is the most time time constraint that I have. Like podcasts, like re like I know just between our conversations of mm -hmm. like you're up late, you're doing business. Like we were messaging back and forth, like mm -hmm. what time works for you, and like I found ways to condense my my life <laughs> and schedule. Go with my family and see them. Um, right. But you're you're shopping for deals, which my job alone was a nightmare. There's websites dedicated to that hunt of right. finding and deals. Actually, so no one's coming to you for this. You're, you're actually just going out there and scouring. You have your own methodology behind it. Well, it's kind of a mix of both. And as I've progressed in this space, I've been able to make my life a lot easier. When I first started out, I had like maybe like two to three sources that I'd like depend on to find these deals per se. But now I get like daily emails with just like hundreds of deals. And then I, I also have more platforms that I'm aware of just to like go and find these deals on. And I also have like a couple of contacts that I can be like, Hey, I like this product. Can we put up a, like, a, can we set up a deal for it? And yeah. so that's almost like specific to my audience, which is like awesome. So as I've progressed, I've been able to make my life easier with like just how I find deals, the amount of deals I have access to and like my contacts with actual sellers and brands to actually set up these deals for my audience. So it's gotten easier over time, but um, the scouring of the deals, the vetting of the deals, it's all time consuming. I don't know if you, I'm sure you have. No, yeah, I was going to, I was going to go through a list of, let, yeah. me, let me try to guess. Sure. My go-tos are uh, slick deals. Okay. Good one. Pretty okay. never heard of it. Okay. I've Fantastic. Heard of it. I've heard of it. Okay. Slick deals is good. Um, mm -hmm. curious a for you page, a popular and then new page. Okay. Um, when I was in direct to consumer, and this is a free tip out there, and okay. this is I have no connection with them anymore. Uh Brad <laughs> Bradsdeals.com. Um, they are actually based in Chicago. They carry anywhere from like Macy's deals all the way down to like Amazon deals now. So it can be a it's a product shoppable um you know, link. And again, it, the deals I would source to them and give them a curated, curated list of products I would have on sale and uh, create exclusive promo codes and things like that. They do affiliate marketing as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a way to like see where, who they're working with. Right. Um, I mean, my shoppable uh, extensions. I of course have Amazon shopping extension. Mm -hmm. There's Rakuten, there's Honey. Mm -hmm. Honey's more... Um, frustrating for me just because of the constant pop-ups they need to turn it down um, I know I'm like go away go away <laughs> yeah but I mean like those are my like very high level that I get I mean you have like coupon cabin you have like all these different like coupon this coupon that huh. mz coupons like it's a it's nauseating how many websites <laughs> are out there that just are sourcing deals but what were your go-to did I hit any of them or none of them no shockingly no 
Okay. What are, no. what are the ones? Um, to- so I also always say I never give out my secrets. I'm kidding. But like, um, I do get like, like I said, the emails from I don't know who they're from. They just like show up in my inbox. Um, there are these agents that just send me like hundreds of deals a day. So that is like has been a really, really great uh, just like resource to almost get deals. I'm sure some of them can be found elsewhere. Um, but I also have a Facebook group that's pretty large over 120,000 members, but I also go to Facebook a lot. <laughs> Shockingly, That's where you because, can live, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of um, a lot of the deals that other groups are posting are like direct from the seller, direct from like the seller's agents, and um, they're just a, real, a lot of good deals. And like, I always try to check them before I post them to make sure they're still working because, you know, mm-hmm. it could work five minutes before, not work five minutes later. Um, so I use that. I use my own resources. I, of course, do partner with brands and sellers sometimes, but not as often as I should or you would think. Um, and yeah, I just have a couple of other websites that I leaned on. Um, I have heard of Slick Deals. I have heard of it. Yeah. Not sponsored. Um, but I haven't used it personally yet. I, I maybe could give it another look if they do uh, Amazon deals. I'd like really like sticking straight to Amazon. I Yeah, I really they do. Their... Okay, good, good. So Slick Deals, um, they'll carry in. It's it's a community sourced okay. platform. So what, what I like about that is it's community sourced. They have to verify it and okay. it's thumbed up. It's almost like Reddit where you can um, up, up ticket, down ticket. If it's a good deal, bad deal, it could be any sort of like discount. Um, okay. So you can search for like map books, set deal alerts, things like that. So mm-hmm. um, it does point to those directions and the link. It, it can be sourced directly from like if you, Gracie, created a profile, you can actually upload it and, um, oh. and, and post people there. I don't know about outside affiliate links, but um, I, I'm assuming that you Probably could just search not. it. Right, and, and they would essentially they would, they would tag on top of it, and they would make their own link. Right. Um, but that that's where you can find other ideas, and that's where okay. I've found for like Amazon great products. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of the deal. The deal world is very really interesting, and unique too. So I know. Um, Please give me more uh, sites if you have them. I'll check out all the ones that you named. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm always so those looking are for new sites. Those are good. Uh, I'm trying to think of Amazon. I know like Woot, um, which is uh-huh. also owned by Amazon. Amazon. Yep, yep. It's a community platform where you can publish content. And that's, that's always fascinating to see what pops up there. Exactly. Shop a vault. So yeah, I, I, I guess like the, for the listener before it's just listening to us like nerd out about this. <laughs> so I, I guess like why, so why would this be important? Why is this important for sellers to take note of mm-hmm. in this day and age? If I'm launching my brand this year, I'm still like new finding ropes. Why is this important for me moving forward? So I wholeheartedly believe in deal marketing. I believe that it is like the skyrocketer of conversions. I believe that, you know, you might lose a little bit of margins, but on Amazon, there are so many, like, I guess, benefits to losing those little bit of margins. It's like, you know, keyword ranking and like bestseller ranking and like the, the you know, page one and like key, all of that. And it's like, once you kind of get to that place on Amazon, it almost goes on autopilot um, where, you know, the sales, you don't have to work as hard after you get to where you want to go. I don't know. I hope that's not like completely wrong. And I hope people don't get mad at me. No, that makes sense. But but so, yeah, I I think what you're saying is like just the cost of the, the, the cost of acquisition, like in sales and one-on-one or in marketing one-on-one, it's what's your cost of acquisition? How much do I have to pay per person, new customer that I might get? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most, most Amazon sellers are, 
heavily relying on PPC. That, that, is, that is without question. It's an yeah. optional opt-in program by Amazon. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um, <laughs> Amazon has said right. that that's an optional add-on program. Um, but what you're going to start to see is the balance of PPC driving sales versus off-channel marketing. Right. One's going to start to outweigh the other. And right. I think influencer marketing is really skyrocketing because of outside sourcing, pointing people to that direction. It's going to be cost-effective for people to not just get brand recognition mm-hmm. and that awareness factor, but then also conversions. PPC it, might just outspend itself right. or outcost exactly. itself. I've heard horror stories of like, shoot, I lost... $2,000 last night and made nothing in PPC. And, and that's actually I I a common, I guess, objection that I've gotten. Like, not like I'm trying to sell anybody of anything, but like when I tell people what I do or sellers specifically, I'm like, I do influencer marketing. And they're like, oh, I do PPC and that works for me. Cool. Period. And I'm like, okay, like, that's fine. Um, and, you know, like what if else? you don't want to grow, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Like who might <laughs> to, to, you know, help you out there. But um, I'm I sure think- the salesperson in you really kicks up and you're like, okay, so tell me how that's going. Like, what are your, your benefits here? Like you're like, going through yeah, your squad. Like, and like what, what's the strength of that? What's, what's the downside of just right. doing PPC? Like right. you find that it's effective, all those fun things. Exactly. Exactly. And like, yeah, I, I, I try to say like, I'm not good at sales, but I think if I were like actually in that situation where somebody's like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't want it. I'm like, you know what? Why? Why? You know, I like start really getting in, into like the psychology of it and not that I'm selling, but like, I just kind of want to know like what is the objection is like, I, there's so many benefits, especially on Amazon. I don't even want to talk about e-commerce, but like Amazon specifically, that Amazon is going to value and reward the offsite traffic that you bring back to them. Um, and you, you, you know, the brand referral bonus program that I, I think came out recently in this year. I think it recently uh, upticked in the, mm-hmm. the percentage that they're giving. So got I think it, it's the ten percent. I think it's right. around that. Right. So it's pretty pretty nice for right. outside influencers like. Yeah. And, um, I guess through those referral fees, you're kind of, um, somewhat paying out influencers anyway. There's a little bit of like, not really sure about that exactly where those referral fees are going towards, but of course, more money back in your pocket is not something that anybody should object to. Um, you know, why not? Yeah. And especially when those fees are 17%, as high as 17%. Yeah. That's what I found in my research. (laughs) Well, the report that came out recently is Amazon's taking as much as 34% of sellers in fees, like they're paying in fees. And again, that that's a tied to, it could be PPC tied to that number. It could be just Amazon's referral. Again, all those things that are quote unquote optional. FBA right. is not optional to a lot of sellers. Um, right. All those right. fees that, and again, this is the battle you're going to have to keep fighting is there's going to be a break point of how do you mitigate costs? Again, PPC is not going anywhere. Amazon used to be all but like one or two spots the of organic placement. Mm-hmm. Everything, I think you, and you get to spot seven is until you get to the first organic placement right. on any search um, volume. But even of like editorial recommendations of like four star and above that we recommend all ad placements, um, right. even outside traffic of like wire cutter, that's affiliate marketing. Wire yep. cutters write an article. They're mm-hmm. going to be pointing people to, Yep. The top ones are going to convert. Yep. People don't think that affiliate marketing is like working in the background. It's like the the Godfather or the uh, the puppet shockingly master. Everywhere, shockingly everywhere, and shockingly, I used to be on those like you know Buzzfeed articles, like oh ten products. All affiliate you, marketing. 
you need if you're a dog lover. I'm like, all right, like put me onto these products. And then I, I never look at that little affiliate disclaimer on the top and the tiny little letters. It's like we earn from these articles. Some of these, some of these links are all are paid where you get paid for these. Yeah. Wow. It is. It happens Nothing all the time. And because I've been in it, uh, I, I always recognize when it is. And this is the thing too. BuzzFeed went public this year. Um, mm -hmm. So affiliate marketing company that runs by paid placements is now publicly, I think it's a, a SPAC uh, company now. So That's it's crazy. It, it is one thing that I actually hear, and, and this is something maybe Gracie, we can talk about is yeah. going through these kinds of things and people are like, ah, like that's a cool idea. Or like you just buzz through them because paid ads uh, on Facebook, you see them pop up on LinkedIn sure. or even Instagram. You look at them, you're like, interesting. You don't click on it, but then you go to Amazon, you search for it, then you purchase it there. Mm -hmm. well, what's kind of that What's kind of that journey and that conversation you have with brands or people that are like, hey, they might not use my code, but you can certainly see an uptick in sales when you work with someone like myself. Like, what, what's that conversation like with the seller? It's a, it's a weird conversation because here's how- Because trackability is really tough, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, and that's why I don't really prefer like- to be paid by clicks or like commission-based partnerships because there's really no perfect way to track. Even with Amazon's associate program, like if I, if I do work directly with a brand, their numbers are going to be massively, massively different than what shows up on my associates reports, my, mm -hmm. you know, Amazon reports. Like it is like a world of difference. It's like, oh, I sold like three units. Oh, you sold 300 units. It's like that massively different. So it's like, what's correct here? Um, what's, what's really the right answer? Is, is it the brand? And so a really great way that I've been able to track sales is like through uses of promo code. Mm -hmm. Because usually if I, if somebody finds a deal that was, you know, I'm sharing, then they're probably going to use the promo code, take advantage of the deal if they you know, know about it. So that's, has been like kind of a, a better solution of tracking between me and um, the brand. But of course there is the, there's so many people out there who's like, the last thing I'll ever do is click on your affiliate link so you can get three pennies from my sale. <sighs> There's always going to be right. those people. I don't know those why. Those people are frustrating. Well, I, it's in, I don't know why, but. Promo, code, promo codes are a tough world to live in because obviously any Amazon is a little bit more, you, you have your hands on it, but mm -hmm. if it's not unique, that's tough because exactly. other people can capture it. They're on their website, they're out right. to their audience. Right. Uh, we, we talked about Rakuten or Honey. Mm -hmm. It's all user generated because you find a code, throw it into their e ecosystem. They're going to test all those things. And unfortunately, they are going to get uh, its last click attribution. So Honey or Rakuten are going to say, hey, you owe us X percent. And, you know, for those websites, they, they've actually distanced themselves from Amazon entirely. So I think Amazon, yeah. because of their associates program, mm -hmm. uh, you don't even have that capability. So not really a world of that difference, but in direct to consumership, there's a lot of, if you're working with brands that just pointing them to their website, then that's a whole different story of, right. Hey, Oh, I think that's coming from one source when really it could be like, they got the code and they put it on someone else's like, right. But right. I always worked with exclusive promo codes. I think that's the best way. You can I think so too. Operate. And I actually just found out that honey was like an affiliate marketing site. Like I was oh, really? out here wondering like, how does honey make their money? Huh? Yeah. There's like a big company. Little they, uh, I know. <laughs> drop that little promo code right when you click on their extension or their uh, their link. Yeah. And it's always less. That's why when people see this, I, again, reckon it not bad. I've today yeah, and I I've looked at it. this the other day. 
I saved lifetime of like 350 bucks. Like yeah. just passively, this is like holiday shopping. I don't exactly. typically shop directly to consumer unless yep. it's like Best Buy or something like right. that. And then I'll just activate it as a consumer saving money. Like it's, it's, it's for so tier easy. one brands. Yeah. So easy. Right. We love it. Well, we love it. What about, so in the Amazon ecosystem, mm-hmm. what, what were you doing this for almost a year now? What, what are the benefits, the pros and cons of like in the, the Amazon ecosystem, like Amazon Live, for example? Sure. You said it takes a little bit of time to develop content. How, how do A, you get approved for that? And B, what, what's like the guidelines of which you must operate under? Yeah, sure. So let's talk about Amazon Live. Let's talk about live streaming. So um, the Amazon Influencer Program is almost like a separate arm of the associates program. So I always say the associates program is more for links, affiliate links, and like maybe bloggers or people who are kind of not focused on social media per se, but maybe just have a site, a blog, something like that. It's kind of like the old school. Okay. I shouldn't say that. It's kind of like the previous program. It's a lot older and more established than the influencer program, but the influencer program probably came a couple years later. Mm-hmm. And it is mainly for people who have a large following on, it doesn't have to be large. Like the, the requirements to participate are not like you need a million followers. No, like really? you okay. need like a couple thousand on Instagram. And that's like not too outrageous I mean, to ask. Yeah. Um, but basically you apply with a couple approved platforms. There's like Instagram, YouTube, uh, they, they change them around sometimes maybe like a Facebook page. There's a couple of different ones. TikTok is definitely not an approved platform to apply with. So yikes on me. Um, <laughs> but um, after you apply, the only difference between the associates program and the influencer program is the influencers get the right to live stream and they get an Amazon storefront, an influencer storefront per se, where they can make idea lists. They can tag products. Like you can have like a, my favorite tech products and you can have like a bunch of products linked under there. And then you can actually drive traffic to this page. So a lot of influencers link it in their bio on their Instagram, have it in their link tree page. Um, so you'd be like, Oh, shop my favorite vines. And like, yeah, it's all affiliate marketing shocker. And so, um, then people go there and whatever people click on from their influencer storefront, they obviously get commissions from. So it's almost like their own little affiliate storefront. Um, so that's the difference between the programs. So let's talk about Amazon Live. Um, what are the parameters we have to operate under? They are strict. They are strict as Amazon is with everything. But um, we all we have different tiers of live streamers. There's Rising Star, which everyone starts at. There's Insider, which is kind of like the mid-tier that a lot of people are under. And there's also A-List, which Amazon um, gives special benefits to. Like you can show up on the deals page on Amazon, which you can imagine gets a hefty amount of traffic. Mm-hmm. You can potentially show up on the Amazon.com homepage. So it's not just, you know, a good way to sell Amazon's products, but it's also a kind of a good way to get your own branding on Amazon for their shoppers to discover. Um, Especially for me with like kind of like an Amazon based brand almost where I talk about Amazon products all the time. I'm like, Hey, if you like Amazon deals and promo codes, like check out me. Um, So that's been nice as well. And there was actually a recent change that created some wreaked some havoc. Um, I want to say it was a couple months ago where Amazon was like, if you're going to stream a broad product, you need to have it in hand. Uh, and and okay. that's why you see this mess around me. 
Like it's well, a sea of products. You're you're like an agency as like <laughs> I have samples in my background. Well, I was gonna yeah. say like it would be like grabbing a box down here. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I do that. Yeah, look, all the time. Influencer like, oh, XYZ. It's like, look, oh, the shrew like dim, and like you just start to present it. You look you like a live streamer right now. Well, hey, you know, uh if, if this if podcasting doesn't work out, I, know. I have to use video equipment for something and audio <laughs> equipment for something. So it's stuff like that where I, I've watched it and like mm -hmm. at late at night, you just especially on Prime Day and things like that, when they really actually feature on their homepage, mm -hmm. lots of, they, they, they carry the content of, it's going to be uh, very focused and like popular of what are our deals, our tier one deals of right. LOL, um, the LOL brand yeah. toys yeah, yeah. or yeah, stuff like that, where it's, yeah. it's all, it's all a tier one brand mm -hmm. marketing that people are paying for. Mm -hmm. I'm so you have to have product in hand. Right. Is that just simply because, the trust factor, like it's, it's ultimately just the trust factor. Like I can talk about widget. I can talk about that same microphone, but if I, I'm not like using, it, I'm like not using it today. Right, like it's right. right here in hands. So if they're like, well, he doesn't use it. Like, why would, why would I buy that? So it's almost like a, guess what is it? The, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what, what the is, word it would be. It is kind of trust factor. I think also Amazon obviously wants to do what's going to convert best, what's going to sell best and what's going to provide the best consumer experience. And I get that, of course. And so if you just see somebody live streaming, they have like the product page in the background, which I used to do in back in the early days. I don't anymore, but I used to do this, this, this person be like, okay, what can they offer me that I can't just see with my own eyes on the product page? Like we're just reading a product page together. And so then Amazon was like, all right, the customers want demos. The customers want to see the product in real time. They want to see you hold it up to the screen and they want to see you talk about it. And they want to see you not, not sponsored. They want to see, <laughs> they want to see you like try it on demo it. And then they want to be able to ask you questions about it that you should be able to know the answer to. And so if it's a product that you're just have no experience with, you're not likely to know the answer and nobody's it's like, good question. You. I'll have to get back to you. Uh, exactly. Lost, it's like you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So right now you either have to have it in hand or um, loosely you have to, you know, be able to be knowledgeable enough to know the answers to the, any possible question that could come up. So I, I do do a lot of product research as well. Um, and luckily I do know what people request a lot. I do know what people want and ask for all the time. And um, I know all the specs of all the tech around me. I was gonna, well, so are you, do you feel like you are, your, your breath is wide, like, or are you going to try to niche down into like, I'm going to be in health and wellness. I'm going to be in tech. I'm going to be in like home and garden or kitchen or whatever. Like, does that, does that intrigue you? Or do you want to stay like as agnostic as possible? I think there's good and bad to doing what I do. And what I do right now is my general niche is deals, but of course that could be any, area of deals. So of course, if you, if I were a brand and I were looking for an influencer to work with, and I was a tech brand per se, I would probably choose the influencer who's an expert in tech than this girl who just talks about anything and everything. Um, but that also, there's the good part is that I'm also open to, you know, anything and everything. Like I can talk about these lashes while talking about this light bulb, while talking about the camera, while talking about the water bottle and the acrylic organizer. Like I can talk about anything and learn about it and like get experience with it and like demonstrate it well, I, I guess, but uh, like the instant pot, like I can do all of it, but I guess when I'm a brand who's specific in one niche, I want to find an influencer who also is knowledgeable and specific in that one niche. So that's the downside of doing anything and everything, but also I guess 
I'm open to more products and like whatever's out there so that it kind of balances out. Do I plan on niching down? There's a couple of niches that I like just as a human, just I prefer. I really like tech. I really like gadgets. I like beauty gadgets. Like I had these like poor vacuums that I talked about. Um, I really like that just beauty and fashion for myself and mm -hmm. just home and lifestyle. So that's just all the all the niches right there, I guess. I'm like, I like these select few. There's yeah, well, you to have a passion, like you, I think you had even mentioned this earlier too. If you find something, I think um, the, the tip that I always give people is, mm -hmm. What do I want to do if I want to start a podcast or right. what do I want to do if I want to be an influencer? I guess, I guess like influencer has had this negative connotation, but it's it also has. a, yeah. it actually has become a, almost like video games, right? Like, oh, you can't make money playing video games when in fact, like there is an industry where you can't, it's the support of nature and it actually has a target audience just like anything else yep. does of yep. instead of a used car salesman. Now right. I can become like a person who does sales, take yep. those components and sell on a global scale. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of what you're talking about, just the breadth of knowledge and being able to sell now, there's countries that are actually in their classrooms, they're selling how to sell virtually on a camera in front of a microphone, yep. testing and unboxing yep. and showing customer service. This is what it is. Like, this is what it should look like. Yep. Have you tried plugging in cord? Mm -hmm. And these are kids of like nine, 10, 11 years old at that young age where they're going to start to develop a new wave. Well, not companies. <laughs> this is like in school. So it's like okay. for educational, it would be like STEM, like here in the United States, we do STEM. Uh, there. Right, it's right. like okay. customer service. Well, I say there, like th right. this is happening a lot of different places. So, and that's really, um, really interesting to me. That's, that's something that I, I didn't know that they were like doing this in schools. I, I started seeing like, local colleges be like oh learn a digital market earn a digital marketing degree certificate whatever and i'm like that wasn't there when i went to college well um, google yeah google has free um certificates that if you want to be ad um ad certified and certified yep. in their platform it's just as good as a degree in their eyes of hey if you're certified and you go yep. through our requirements you're going to get a job within our organization and it's so, stuff hack. like that where it's yeah it's a hack um I mean, it's things that I stumble upon. And like you said, it's where trends go and how consumers shops. Like right. I always remember of changing the retail price or taking a coupon, putting it in. People feel like they got some sort of like, I beat you. It's like a gamer's yep. mentality of yep. I defeated you. And I always, I have price checkers on a bunch of different things. The other one I was going to actually mention to you, Gracie, um, was Camel, Camel, Camel. Have you heard of the website? I have heard of it. I haven't had too much personal use out of it, but- if you're going to bring you're, it up, I'll check it out. So, so I, I pulled it up and I was looking at making sure it's, it's still relevant. It's a really, okay. uh, uh, you say, old school, uh, so I say old school too. It's a very bare bones website. Um, okay. Let me see if I can even sh uh, share my screen yeah. real quick. For people who are listening to this, it's literally, you think it's ridiculous. It's camel, camel, camel.com. Like no spaces, no nothing Love like the that. Name. I mean, yeah, well, it's a, it's something that I, I always forget that exists out there. And unfortunately, it's one of those things where, so camel, 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 camel look, camel. it looks super basic, um, mm -hmm. but this is a, a free Amazon price checker. So if you're a consumer oh. or if I'm a deal hunter like yourself, super uh -huh. interesting because you, what you can do, this is where, how you find Amazon products. You literally just enter the Amazon URL or keywords to find really? the product. So all I have to do is just take the URL of the product page, uh -huh. throw it in there and I could search for it. So for example, what it's featuring right now, Mysterium game. I just bought this recently because it got a, it was on sale. So mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna make sure that screens are. We're still and good. So does it live. take? 
basically yeah. if it's like, oh, it's cheaper at Target as opposed to Amazon, it'll take you there. Yep. Basically. 100%. Oh. So now it's taking, okay. and I have a couple extensions running too. So um, it's telling you what the price is. What it will do is I can actually click on, not buy now. So buy now it obviously activate its like affiliate yep. uh, portal, but you can see best price when it is. Uh, and this is the cool thing through Keepa, which wow. is a really cool program. Amazon third-party new third-party use that I can actually cross-reference all time. Um, it, this is a really cool tool. I think that honestly just goes unused That's by a lot really of cool. the deal industry. So you can see like third-party new it's all, it's loading data from October oh. 11th and last all time. Um, it's spiked on Amazon third party it was selling as much as 120. I was selling as little as 10, 11 bucks. It looks like 11 bucks, but consistently on Amazon. So that would be as if, bought and sold by Amazon, um, me it's all time. So interesting. Yeah. So 2021, it launched in 2015. Uh-huh. Lowest it's ever been is $22 and 41 cents on December 15th of this year. So as oh. of today, this mm-hmm. is the lowest it's ever been in terms of the price. So I bought yeah, it, it at did. a, wow. I think I bought it up here in like $30 area or Ooh. I bought it on some buy two, get one free. But yeah, now today is like, if I'm looking at this and I go in the last, since it's launched back right. in 2015, right. I'm like, oh, looks like now's the time to purchase yep. it. Um, so That's again, so you can look at uh, price watches. Um, if it drips below a price, again, if specifically since you're in Amazon, right? this is a, uh, and it goes under like, it looks at, it pulls the SKU number, it pulls sales rank, it pulls all this yeah. stuff. That's a lot of literally That's just product research too. It's great product research too. So yeah. What, what's also cool about this is that if I'm looking at a competitor, I literally mm-hmm. just real time pull in, like I said, if I pulled in uh, URL link, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, just wow. a URL of it and throw it in there, it will pull up all the aggregate data of it. Wow. So, and yeah, just it's, like you said about like the, uh, when you put in the promo code and you're like, oh yeah, I want, like I, you get that adrenaline rush. It just like when you see that you bought something for too much and it's like a lower price now, you're like, Dang, yeah, it's a lot. I do it all the time. <laughs> well, it's it's things like that where it's like um join a loyalty program or a rewards Mm -hmm. program and stacking like i'm a huge proponent of like stacking again this is not the entrepreneur side of me this is the consumer side of me and again this is buyer psychology of if i can do gift card i can do rewards on my credit card i can do uh coupon codes and then also Mm -hmm. cash back stack it all on top of each other you're like oh that feels like it's free like (laughs) they're paying me (laughs) yeah basically oh it's so free no it's not like they they work the money in there but like there's only a few of us in the world that that can do those kinds of things but again sometimes people don't even click the coupon button when it's on their product page you see it and it's not an opt-in or they don't activate those things um i guess where the industry goes crazy what is like what gets you excited about like your plans for the future? What does it look like for you as an entrepreneur? Do you grow the team, um, start to diversify? Do you really like double down on some of the efforts that you did in the past year? What does that look like? I think um, regarding doubling down, I think I will probably double down on Amazon Live. I do see a really promising, hopefully long future there. Hopefully they're just like, we're going to yank the program next week. <laughs> I don't <laughs> but, think that's um, the case. I think you're good. I think um, there's a lot of brands that have are left have yet to discover 
the power of influencer marketing, even on TikTok, even just like on any platform, there's a lot of brands that are starting out, especially in the last year, people started selling, people got into e-commerce, they're, you know, entering the industry. So it's a booming industry, of course. And influencer marketing, I think is just a huge piece of that pie. And I don't, I don't think it's optional. I don't think it's like, oh, I don't really care for it. I think it's like a crucial part of like a successful business. Um, just, it's a great way to not only do amazing brand awareness, but it's also a great way to convert into sales. Like the influencers are the ones with the trusted audience. The audience looks to them for product recommendations and like, what do you want? What, you know, what, what have you found for us today? Can you find deals on this, that, and the other? And so that is what people are looking for. And they're looking to influencers and social media people for their buying choices. That's what people go to for their buying choices. So I think the industry hopefully will just skyrocket, especially in the next few years. Live streaming itself is already like a multi-billion dollar industry in China, especially. It's already blown up there. And I feel like hopefully the United States will follow slowly but surely. Um, so I do want to double dine on Amazon Live and it's been great so far. Lots of brands are kind of discovering it. They're like, Gracie, can you like show us past campaigns? Can you like almost like convince us of why we should do this? Almost like the sales, like convince us of the sale. I'm like, yeah, here they are. And they're like, all right, let's do it. And uh, hopefully I, I never disappoint. And so I think TikTok has been an amazing platform so far. I owe my entire career to it. <laughs> and um <laughs> And I, I will continue to make content there. I love it. And I will continue to, um, I guess, to do my seven platforms a day and try not to burn out. <laughs> and right. Maybe, You're going to start hiring some other employees. I know. Soon, and so, so that's always been a thought. It's like, maybe I should expand and kind of uh, focus my time on where it's needed for me as opposed to like, I don't know, posting Instagram stories. But um, I do kind of want to potentially go into an agency worlds in the future not these days because i'm so busy but maybe in the future um start doing like a little bit of consulting for brands that you know want help with influencer marketing um there's so many brands that i and sellers that i've met in the past year that you know i've been able to help and work with and like they've discovered this whole new realm of marketing they had no idea of before and hopefully that helps their brands reach new heights that they never were able to reach with the ppc that they were offered before um and so between all the different platforms, I guess the goal is to keep on keeping on and keep growing and uh, see where it takes me. It's, it's taken amazing. me to unbelievable places already. And half the things that I do every day, I would have absolutely laughed at a year ago and be like, oh, haha, could not be me. Right. No way I could do that. Well, no, well that's, that's the thing too. I mean, I know we've linked to your link, uh, yeah. your TikTok page and I was just looking through, I think it's great content. Like you're, you're going to keep evolving and growing too. So that's, that's the thing. No one knows, no one's an expert in right. TikTok. Like that, that's the, that's the exactly. actual honest truth. You have to understand like in us in e-commerce, we're all finding our way through it at the same exact time of no one's like the expert and knows more than us. Like you can't, it's not like, uh, in like car sales or anything like that. Like, right you can't just have like this hierarchy. We're all going at the same pace, just at different scales at different times. So, but yeah, I learn like, and you learn, people don't think about, like I said, I, I taught you a couple different things. You talked, yep. taught me some platforms that I was not aware of. It's, yeah. it's just all education constantly. Exactly. And it almost makes me mad when people call themselves TikTok experts. It's, it's <laughs> nobody's a TikTok expert. 
Like you might want to sell your course with that term, but it's unless you made the algorithm yourself, I don't think anyone right. has or work at TikTok. Yeah. Or exactly. I'm TikTok at TikTok. Even then, I, I know people who know. work at TikTok. I've had conversations with those people. Oh, yeah. And they're really smart people. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they don't call themselves TikTok. No. Experts. They're like, no. oh, yeah. But the like, person selling the courses. <laughs> Anyway. For a different conversation at a different Absolutely. time. But hey, hey, Gracie, how do how do people find or connect with you? Like if I'm a sure. brand owner, if I'm a um just a thought leader and I want to connect with you, I know we were talking about you're gonna you're on podcasts all the time and I'm super excited to like have you back on. I call people friends of the show, but as a friend yeah. of the show, how do people reach out or connect with you on a business or personal level? Yeah. So my email is contact at dealcheats.com. My website is dealcheats, D-E-A-L-C-H-E-A-T-S.com. Um, but more so don't check that out check out uh my tiktok and everything else which is deal cheats everywhere on all yep. platforms follow all the platforms all seven plus of them um, i'm sure there'll be a new one coming up that you'll Eight, be nine, on as well ten. no exactly yeah you're gonna once you get that double digits then we're in Ooh. trouble so hey gracie thank you so much for hopping on today it's thank been a you pleasure so much, ryan it's yeah, been absolutely. fun it's been fun we'll catch you next time thank you so much and everyone, thank you so much on episode 198 of Crossover Commerce. We appreciate you spending some time. Such great knowledge that was dropped there by Gracie. Again, starting a year ago to today, have millions of followers on seven plus channels. Uh, TikTok alone, over a million followers in helping businesses grow. Again, influencer marketing is just a different way of marketing uh, off of platform. Again, it shouldn't be a, term, a dirty term in ways that people think, oh, no, that those people, they don't know what they're talking about. It's just a different way to get in front of different audiences to showcase products in hand, giving those, again, you can call people like Gracie product experts because of their knowledge of being able to execute, to really showcase a product in front of other people, and they're going to be an extension of your company. So go ahead and check out Deal Cheese. Again, she has great content out there. Um, I, I'm going to be looking and checking that stuff too um, to make sure that I'm not missing out on great deals. I've been doing it since I knew she was going to be coming on the podcast. So make sure you follow her on social media and uh, connect with her if you are looking for somebody to consult with or just uh, get some products launched and uh, some deals and sales to have. That being said, this is again 198. Uh, cue the final countdown music. Uh, we'll go live. We're going live one more time this week um, with Mina Elias of. Friend of the show um, already, Mina Elias of MMA Nutrition, coming back on to spend some time about living off of your Amazon storefront, but then also PPC experts. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But then Monday, the 20th of December, again, we'll do our 20th, our 200th episode special. So make sure you guys follow me on social media, follow Ping Pong Payments on social media to be notified of future episodes. I'm Ryan Kramer. This is Crossover Commerce. We'll catch you guys next time on another episode. Bye.